Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, and to find your local station for the Ben Mather Show at foxsportsradio.com. You can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Mather Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, as we are merely one hour from the clock striking midnight here in the Pacific time zone, and we welcome in December 31st, we realize we are down to one final day of 2020, which will go down in history as one of the most notorious, most eventful, most life-altering years in the history of our planet. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. So visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And it is only fitting that I have been tapped on the shoulder and given marching orders to close down the new year with 
with one of the most important, influential, invisible fan bases in all of America. Of course, I'm talking about the Maller Militia. The creation and substance of decades of hard work and contribution to the annals of first-class entertainment, courtesy of the inimitable Ben Maller. Yes, my name is Bernie Fratto. I host Straight Out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio every Saturday night at 11 p.m. Pacific. And I've been with the network since Labor Day 2018, and yes, I'm happy to be here. And even though Big Ben is taking some well-deserved time off, well, yes, we are still, thanks to him, in the air everywhere, courtesy of the vast Ben Maller Fox Sports Radio Network. So as we march forth together for the next four hours, I can simply say, wake the kids, alert the neighbors, grandpa put on pants, we're going to bring it together. And who wouldn't want to hang out with the Maller militia? Because when you think of the famous fan bases who've made their mark in the tapestry of American sport, well, we can name a few, like, well, the Cam and Crazies at Duke. No matter how over the top the most dedicated sports fans can be in major cities, there's something about crazy college kids that seem to push the boundaries of fandom a step further. Give it up to the Cam and Crazies. They love their hoops. They love their school. But they ain't no Maller Militia. How about the Green Bay Packer cheeseheads? Those knuckleheads, not only, they, they not only line up in mass to cheer on the pack, in the frozen tundra when it's 20 below. They do it with their shirts off and bare feet. They act like they own the team. Well, because in reality, they do, but but they ain't no Maller Militia. How about Raider Nation? Raider Nation, that's one of the most iconic fan bases of all time. No one would argue with that. They really embrace the Raiders' outlaw attitude. Their outfits, they're crazy, they're next level, they're costume creatures, monsters, madness. Sunday Sabbath is celebrated in the end zone. Welcome to the Black Hole. It's the most notorious end zone in the NFL. They're raucous. They're right out of a Halloween movie, maybe even a horror film. But how many of them, how many of those guys ply their trade? 250 nights a year. You got it. There ain't no Maller Militia. See, the Maller Militia is special. And if you think I'm saying all this to kiss your butt and get on your good side, well, you're damn right. Let's give this relationship a go. I know all about the Maller Militia, and I look forward to hearing from you throughout this evening. Twitter at Bernie Fratto or 877-996-6369. Now, this show for me is somewhat nostalgic because I'm forever fascinated by the circle of life. I remember listening to Big Ben Maller back in the 90s when he was with the Mighty 690 in Southern California. He worked alongside legends like Lee Hacksaw Hamilton. Remember them? Okay, San Diego. Let's get back to the jam-packed phone lines. Rancho Penasquitas, first-time caller. Nice to hear from you. You could disagree with me, but you'd be wrong. Brawley, we've got an open hockey line. Where are you? And not long after that, June 17th, 1994, I was in Michigan covering the Detroit Tigers for WTKA 1050 AM. They were the flagship of Michigan football, still are. What's the significance of that? Work me, I'm going to connect all the dots. I'm in the old Tiger Stadium press box looking up at the monitor, and on the TV is not the game, but a gentleman named David Gascon, senior, holding a press conference. Fast forward to 2018, and now I work with David Gascon. But you already knew that, but I digress. All right, let's get to work. Because I want to start out with the fact that we're about 36 hours away from the Alabama-Notre Dame kickoff and what they are calling the college football playoff. Playoff my ass. It's more like a made-for-TV invitational event, a TV-themed drama series. So we've got a problem. We've got a developing situation, and we all see it. Now, we love college football. 
We love the atmosphere, the drama, the action. We love it all. Well, almost all of it. See, because college football has a problem that's rapidly sucking my will to live. That problem resides in the bogus playoff, in air quotes, format that is the successor to the old hated BCS format. So let's take a minute to go over the problems that I have with this current college football postseason format and what I think needs to happen to fix the damn thing. First of all, the system is fundamentally flawed because there are only four invitations, but they're five power conferences. So someone is inevitably left out no matter what. Tell me, in what world, in what system do you win your conference and you're denied a chance to play for all the marbles? And since they only pick four, answer this question. Do they pick the four best or the four most deserving? See, this is the biggest argument I hear when media pundits talk about who should get in the playoff. There are those who want the four best teams, others want the four most deserving. It's an argument between an aristocracy and a meritocracy. What I hate about this argument is that both sides are wrong. Why do I say that? Because there is no objective right or wrong answer. When you're talking about a playoff slot that can reward award the winner of that slot millions of dollars, this should be an objective system. The four best deserving teams isn't an argument that has an objective answer. So you got to avoid it. See, the four best teams argument involves the dreaded eye test, which is completely biased and has no standard to which, which you can judge a team. One team can win by 50, and thus they will pass the eye test for one person, but another can ridicule the competition, and thus that team fails the eye test. So we already have contrarian positions, even though the game was the same for each viewer. The four most deserving teams argument fails to be objective to because these teams don't play the same schedules. Example, years ago, Oregon State played a much harder schedule than Oregon in non-conference. The Beavers' season opener was against Ohio State, much harder game than any game Oregon played that season. However, these games usually scheduled years in advance. And what may appear to be a strong strength of schedule game can quickly turn into a cupcake train. Just ask Alabama for most years and take a look at their non-conference schedule. So how can you punish a team for attempting to schedule tougher games and failing while rewarding teams who don't even try. How do you judge those teams from level ground? All it does is invite controversy and injustices, and I believe college football fans are getting tired of it. Number two, is the system really, truly open to all? Nope. As I said, it's basically a made-for-TV, ongoing drama series designed to maximize viewership and review and revenue, excuse me, by bringing the brand names in, because they sell the most. Now, there's one question that's always bothered me, and I'll ask it again. In what sport on any level do you win your conference championship and you're denied an invitation to the postseason? In truth, there is no college football playoff. Seriously, the college football playoff is nothing but a mirage. The NFL has a playoff. Major League Baseball has a playoff. MLS, NHL, college basketball, all of them have playoffs. College football has an invitational. There's a distinct difference. See, a playoff requires every team in the league to have an equal shot at qualifying at the start of the season. If the Jets go undefeated, they go to the playoffs, even if that means the Patriots stay home. I challenge anyone to find me a sports league that excludes members from the playoffs, regardless of their performance, other than college football. Another thing, you cannot say that every team has a path to the playoffs if you are actively excluding teams that haven't even lost a single game in two straight seasons. Remember UCF three years ago? Well, this year, Cincinnati did everything they were asked to do. They won every game. For that, they get nothing and like it, Judge Smales. Preseason in Las Vegas, they were 100 to 1 to win the national championship. It might as well have been a trillion to 1 because they were never given the chance. No access, no path, even though they did everything they were asked to do. How about a little something, something for the effort?
And yes, the problem is only located in the FBS because the NFL features 14 teams in their playoffs. The FCS has a playoff that features 24 teams. Division II, 28 teams. Division Three, they have a 32-team playoff. And even most high school leagues only require a 500 record to get a playoff spot. Yet D1 only features four teams. And from the look of it, requires a team to not only belong to a Par 5 conference, but to also pass the eye test of a biased committee. By the way, the argument of player safety and the amount of games played becomes very disingenuous is when every other football league in the country voluntarily uses a playoff format with more teams. The committee, they're a farce, too. The committee is visibly biased towards Power 5 conferences. Many of the members are current and former ADs or coaches at Power 5 schools. There's some bias against members of the Power 5 as well. For example, something Alabama should not have been allowed in the 2017 college football playoff regardless of the fact they won the national championship. They failed to win their conference, something the committee had previously touted as a requirement. They didn't plan their conference title game, which kept TCU and Baylor out in 2014. And they had a strength to schedule ranking that ranked both behind Ohio State and Penn State, neither of which were selected as Alabama jumped both of them. By every metric touted by the, quote, objective committee, Alabama had fallen short in every category, yet made it anyways. Why? Presumably because of Alabama's brand. Hey, the Tide, they bring ratings, they bring money. As I said, the committee views the playoff as a TV show, not a tournament to crown the best team in college football. Okay, here's my solution. And I think it removes the subjectivity, at least 90% of it. Number one, eight teams qualify for the college football playoff. There are six guaranteed spots that do not change. The Pac-12 champion, the Big Ten champion, the Big 12 champion, the ACC champion, the ACC champ, and the group of five champ with the best record as long as they beat at least one power five team in their schedule. All conferences must play nine conference games. No more SEC teams playing FCS schools in November. You must play in a conference championship game to qualify for the playoffs. The last two slots would go to the two highest ranked at larges who played in their conference championship games. You see a theme here? Make it a championship-based tournament makes the regular season matter. This year would be the Power Five conference champs followed by Cincinnati, Notre Dame, and yes, Coastal Carolina. I know they got beat the other night. I don't want to hear about it. This is just a model. But listen, they earned the right by going undefeated to get their ass beat. All right? Give them a chance. Reward them. Give them a little something-something. See, the current playoff is like a movie script. Not supposed to be that way, man. Unless, of course, it's the year 2020, which itself has been like a movie script. In fact, 2020 is like a movie script that's not to be believed. I mean, if they submitted 2020 as a movie script, it would get rejected. And it reminds me of the movie Magnolia with Tom Cruise many, many years ago. And in the opening monologue, there was a story allegedly true told by the eccentric Ricky Jay about a man who leaps off a roof and he's struck by a fatal shotgun blast as he falls past a window before landing in a net that would have saved his life. In addition, the gun was fired by his mother. She was aiming at his father and missed. Ironically, she didn't even know the shotgun was loaded. She fired the weapon to scare him. But the son had loaded it some weeks earlier, hoping that eventually one of his parents would shoot the other because all they did was fight. Allegedly, this story is true. I have no idea if it's true. 
I have no idea if 2020 is true. Do with that what you will. All I know is this college football playoff system ain't true. Coming up, without a true playoff, we as a society were being denied the one thing that gets everybody's attention. I'll explain. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. There's nothing more powerful than the unified voice of the Maller Militia. Get the most out of the Ben Maller Show by following your host on Twitter, in for Big Ben. It's Bernie Fratto, and he's at Bernie Fratto, B-E-R-N-I-E-F-R-A-T-T-O. And you can tweet at and follow. He's back after another COVID scare, but he's doing just fine. It's another negative test. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. Poopy pie. You want a poopy pie? And alive from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Bernie Fratto. 
Well, thanks, Eddie. We are back on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Bernie Fratto sitting in for Ben Maller tonight. By the way, phone lines are open, 877-996-6369. I am not backing off my prediction of the Steelers. We'll delve into this more later. And uh, on the other side, we'll, we're going to bring in the crew and chop it up a little bit. I want to get their thoughts on Mike Tomlin making what I think is the wise decision of resting starters uh, at Cleveland this week, this Sunday. And uh, by the way, don't be surprised if that's still not a very close game. And don't be surprised if Cleveland finds a way to screw the pooch. I love the Steelers, man. They're for real. All right, let's go out to the phone lines. Let's welcome in MGM John from right here in Las Vegas. John, how are you, my man? I'm doing very well, Mr. Frado. I'm here today to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Brown game. The odds on that game are Cleveland, who are the favorites at nine and a half with a score of 42.5 over under, which I believe it is way too high for 9.5 because I do not believe the Browns at all. They can become the Browns of 1989 with Bernie Kosar or the Browns of 2016 with Hugh Jackson. I can't trust these Browns, Mr. Frado. Well, we are in uh, lockstep, John, on that situation. The Browns have not had a winning season since 2007. They, they got that done this year. Uh, they haven't been in the playoffs since 2002, and they haven't won their division since 1989. Anything else, John? Uh, one more John's, thing. Uh, for the Sunday yeah, night football game, the Washington Yeah, Washington. Team, yeah. Is a 1.5 favorite, but the over-under is decreasing at 43.5, which I believe that you should take Philadelphia for the upset because I do not believe the Washington football team's offense, especially with their quarterback. With Alex Smith, they are 10, to, they are 10 wins and 5 losses. With any other quarterback, they are 6 wins and 26 losses. By the way, John, they're vague on whether or not Alex Smith is going to play Sunday. He hasn't practiced in the last couple of days. I know that's planned, but I think it's at best 50-50. Thanks a lot for checking in, John. We always appreciate it. And he's right about the offense. It, it's a dr dramatic drop-off uh, when Alex Smith is not starting. That offense couldn't score when a women's prison with a fistful of 50s. And by the way, I will say this about that Steelers game from a Vegas standpoint. The other thing here in Las Vegas, called a send-off line. And what that basically means is before the Week 16 games were played, uh, the Westgate in Las Vegas publishes lines, look-ahead send-off lines for the games the following week. That is to say that prior to Week 16 games, they already had lines for Week 17 games. And the line, the send-off line, was three and a half meaning the Browns were three-and-a-half-point favorites over the Steelers. Well, then the games were played on Sunday. And we saw Cleveland do what they do. They go into New York, play the Jets. They opened up as nine-point favorites, had the COVID situation with the receivers. The game closed at minus seven. Baker Mayfield lays the ball on the ground three times. Cleveland loses the game. Meanwhile, Pittsburgh takes care of business against Indianapolis in gritty-gutty fashion. They win the AFC North. Well, then word started to leak that Mike Tomlin might sit some starters. And the bottom line is, uh, when that happened, the sports books here are sharp, so they jumped that line to seven and a half, and it was kind of like a, a test balloon, right? Because you put it out there, let's see where the money comes in, let's see where the sharp money comes, where the respected money comes. Nothing really happened. And then, when it was announced, and the reason they did that is because there was concern, uh, well, there wasn't concern, there was just the thought that Pittsburgh might not start Big Ben. 
And that obviously changes things. You bring in Mason Rudolph, but see, I don't think Mason Rudolph's that bad. He's actually five and three straight up, four, two, and two against the number when he has started. And oh, by the way, let's not bury the lead. Aren't you looking forward to the Mason Rudolph Miles Garrett reunion? Well, maybe we can talk about that a little later. But the bottom line is once it was announced that Ben Mal uh, Ben Maller, Big Ben, I love you, Ben. Ben Roethlisberger wasn't starting, the line jumped to 10. Now, that's an overlay. Here's why I say that. Because Ben uh, Roethlisberger currently is power rated about 18th among all 32 starting quarterbacks. He's, he's 38, man. Come on. He looks 48. I love the guy. He's, he's been there, done that. But as I said, he's had more surgeries than Joan Rivers. He's not healthy. And why risk it? So... They plug in Mason Rudolph, and the reason 10 is an overlay is because the you know every quarterback has a value. For instance, Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson, if they don't play, their value over their backup is, depending on the game or where it's played, could be 7, 8, 9, 10 points. Most starting quarterbacks are 6 to 7. Aaron Rodgers is probably 7 to 8. Most of them are 6 to 7. Some are 4. Men's probably 3, 3 and a half, 4. I'll say 3 and a half, 4. That should have made that line seven and a half, not ten. So you jump from three and a half to ten instead of three, three and a half to seven or seven and a half. You're getting value. You're getting an inflated line. I think it's a bad line. I have already bet the uh, Steelers plus ten. As MGM John said, he knows the line has since gone to nine and a half. There's still value at nine and a half. There's more. Value at 10, because key numbers in football are 3, 4, 6, 7, and 10. But be that as it may, once you went over a touchdown, I think the game was overinflated. I believe in this Pittsburgh team. I believe in their culture. I believe they'll block and tackle. And Mike uh, Tomlin was, was very verbal. He said, look, just because we are going to give snap counts to various players on our team, you know, that doesn't mean we're not going to line up and do our job and try to win this game. I believe they will. They're the Steelers. There's a certain stability. And I do not for one second believe they should be given a ration because they've decided to rest players in Cleveland. Look, we talked about this. They lost their week eight bye because the Titans could not control their COVID situation. They lost their Thanksgiving 10 days off due to the Ravens' COVID situation. In that stretch of 12 days, they had to play three games as a result of that. They lost two of their top defensive players in Bud Dupree and David Bush. Do you really want them to risk more? And what if I told you, you know, by the way, the, the Steelers, I know, they started out 11-0, and then they lost three straight games. But the 2009... New Orleans Saints, they started out 13-0, lost three straight games, regrouped, and won Super Bowl 44 over Peyton Manning in Indianapolis. So the Steelers, in my view, can theoretically regroup. And what if I told you heading into December, metrically, they still had the number one defense when it came to sacks, takeaways, and points per game allowed. The only other team that had done that in the NFL heading into December were the 1985 Bears. And you saw what they did and how they finished their season. Currently, even though Pittsburgh has been a bit on the skids and their offense was on the side of a milk carton for a bit, they're still, their defense, number one in sacks, number two in takeaways, number two in points per game allowed. So these are metrics that I believe 
matter. And it leads me to believe that Pittsburgh, they're not trying to find and break some new ground. They're trying to get back where they've been. And so I think they've got a shot. Let's squeeze in one more call here before the break. Blind Seahawks fan from Washington. You're on the air, buddy. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. What about you, Bernie? Good. Thank you, sir. Uh, so I want to talk about the college uh, format. I do think they should change it. It's kind of annoying seeing Alabama, Clemson, those teams in every year. I think it would be good like to kind of change it up, you know, like you said, it, it wouldn't help the ratings. But, you know, maybe some new teams would like make it more interesting. I don't really, I'm kind of like with Roberto here. I don't really watch it that much. So, yeah. All right. I appreciate you checking in. Uh, we're getting up against it here, but nice to hear from you. Happy New Year, buddy. Thank you. All right. Coming up on the other side, we are going to chop it up with the crew. I want to get their thoughts on why the Steelers are taking a beating that I don't think is fair. And also, by the way, a famous actress passed away today. I want to chop that up. Eddie, before we get to the Pittsburgh Steelers stuff, I want to get you guys take Don Wells, a.k.a. Marianne of Gilligan's Island fame, passed away today at age 82 of COVID. Were you a Gilligan's Island guy, Eddie? I remember it as a lad, uh, watching it occasionally. Yeah, I, I had a uh, here, Bernie, I have only gotten in trouble at Fox Sports Radio one time. It was many years ago, and it was over Gilligan's Island. So I won't repeat. <laughs> I won't repeat on the air what I said. The rest of the castoffs there should have done to Gilligan, so they could get off the island. I won't say that. Uh, but yes, I did watch Gilligan's Island when I was a kid. Sure. Well, here's the deal. Look, let's be fair. A dumbest show of all time. I'm sorry. Very simple. The, you know, the professor, he could make a radio out of a coconut, but he couldn't get him off the island. You got Ginger and Marianne running around. They haven't had their ticket punched since Ike carried his own golf clubs. Meanwhile, the skipper and Gilligan, they're asleep at the wheel, literally, right? And every episode ends up the same. You did a little, buddy. Okay, enough of that. Rest in peace, Don. She was, you know, part of the Ginger and Marianne fame. Did you get in trouble on one of those polls by any chance? No, no, it wasn't. It just, I, I had a, I had what I thought was a brilliant idea about if they did something to Gilligan, then they would escape the island because he always, you know, screwed things up. <laughs> and and, and so someone who had, was a program director somewhere, if I didn't think that was funny and complained, and I actually got talked to about it. <laughs> I've said so many worse things than that; it's not even funny. But you never know. Yeah, whoever's you, listening, you, you, you never know. Yeah. What'd you say? All right. I said they should kill him. <laughs> I won't tell anybody you said that, Eddie, man. No, I'm not going to out you. Okay? We're good. We're good. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear you anything. had three people. We'll, we'll vod you were in Chicago all day that day. I thought it was all right, idea. let's get to the Steelers thing, guys. Uh, I don't care what anybody thinks about my prediction. I could give a damn. I'm not jumping ship on them. I think that they are for real, and they have a shot. They've got a puncher's chance. I'd rather have Bud Dupree, and I'd rather have Devin Bush. But let's just see what happens when they get on the field. But, Eddie, what are your thoughts? How how do you take it when you hear that folks are taking uh, shots at, at, at Mike Tomlin and, uh, and, and second-guessing him for his decision this Sunday? Uh, well, I, I guess those people uh, are fans of the Colts or uh, teams that that need the Steelers to win uh, to get in because I, I don't even think it's a it's not it's a no brainer. 
uh, especially when you consider that the Steelers, because of the issue with COVID and the Ravens, uh, had their bye week basically taken away. And uh, I don't know that they, I, I mean, I think it's played a factor. I don't know how big of a factor, but they they need a break and they have nothing really to play for. I don't think it's a big deal whether they are the two or the three seed. I don't think Buffalo right. cares either. So I think people who are criticizing are uh, morons. <laughs> this is not hard. I don't know. I mean, it's, I, I don't know why anyone who isn't, you know, objectively looking. Looking at this, if you're like I said, if you need the the Steelers to win so that you can get into the playoffs, okay, I get that, but uh, there's there's no way that this doesn't make 100% sense. The risk reward thing for me is a no brainer because even under the old playoff format, a number two seed would have got you a bye, but not this year, right? So I think they're doing uh, uh, the right thing. Roberto Flores, do you have a, a thought on this regarding the Steelers and resting starters? Oh yeah, they they, sh- they should definitely uh, g- get a a rest here because well they didn't they, their bye was supposed to be originally when was their bye supposed to be do you do you remember when that was supposed to be? Their well, bye? it was supposed to be back in week eight, but oh, they yeah. lost out on it. Yeah, because of the situation was, with yeah, so it was the, week the four, right? Week four was when they had their bye. Oh yeah, supposed it, it was it was supposed to be week eight. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. The tit- they were gonna yeah, and the Titans had a COVID situation. It's a long story, but go ahead. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I think it's it's good for the rest of starters, but I don't think I don't think the Steelers are gonna are gonna go to the Super Bowl, Bernie. Uh, when they were eleven and okay. zero, when they were eleven and zero, uh, I didn't watch a lot of their games. Saw some of them, but uh, so I thought they were maybe yeah, they're probably for real. But as I watched their games more, uh, I don't like the receivers. They drop too many passes, and I'm not a big fun, a big fan of the run game. I feel like uh, in order to get to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl, you have to have a strong running game, especially in the cold weather, especially in the cold weather in December when it go, when it gets really bad out there. And I'm and their their run game, I guess, uh, essentially is a short passing game, but. Uh, their receiver's not very good, and uh, their defense is there. And uh, I don't think anybody's going to beat Kansas City. As much as I hate saying that as a Raider fan, I don't think I don't think anybody's going to beat Kansas City in, in the AFC. Uh, Kansas City is a lot like uh, the Lakers when they had Kobe and Shaq, and they just lollygagged through the whole through the regular season and just hit the switch when playoff yeah. time came around. I, I think that's what Kansas City is going to do. As much as I hate, as much as I hate Kansas City, and I hate to say that, but I think I don't think anybody's going to beat Kansas City. Well, you're probably well. Let's see what happens. It's tough for teams to repeat, and the Chiefs have been having some issues in the red zone on both sides of the ball, especially offense where they've been settling for field goals. And defensively, they rank 26th against the run, and their offensive line hasn't been stellar. And uh, look, uh, you know they're winning. They're 14 and one. They got my respect, and they're coming off a Super Bowl year in which teams uh, typically uh, don't repeat, but they're only 26th against the run. And if the Steelers can run the ball or the Bills can run the ball, we're going to get to that stuff a little bit later. Before I get to Kevin O'Connell, I want to get your thoughts on this. Got a tweet from the Ben Maller burner account, and he says, are you crazy? My God, this guy is boring as F. At least we can turn him off, unlike poor Eddie and Coop. Thanks, man. Thanks for checking in. By the way, you kiss your kids with that mouth? (laughs) We appreciate you listening, man. And Happy New Year, and God bless you and your family. All right, Kevin O'Connell, my man. Are you? What are your thoughts on Pittsburgh? Oh, I love the positivity there, Bernie. But um, with Pittsburgh, I, I don't mind resting the starters for sure. Especially Big Ben, he looks like he definitely needs it. And as far as winning, I I don't think they'll win, but I will say that they're going to make it because I did pick him at the beginning of the year. I am on tape saying that, so I got to keep riding with them. But I am very reluctant to say that. And uh, like you guys are saying, I think just the run game. I think you got to have a run game to beat Kansas City to keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. But their defensive in uh, and I was going to say the run game in Tennessee is good, but their defense is, 
you're a little skeptical. So I, I don't know who will take down Kansas City, but I do not see Pittsburgh doing it or and winning. Right. Coming up on the other side, when we go back to Mackinac Sports for some more NFL stuff, I'm going to give some thoughts on one team that I think can really beat Kansas City. And they act, they actually have, I think, a formula uh, to uh, to do it. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go, and you think of calling for a ride home. Now, nah, what's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone, drive sober, or get pulled over. All right, we're going to talk Mackinac Sports on the other side and give some insights as to what you might look at in terms of who can really win the Super Bowl and how often does the team that's on top and the favorite do it. I'm Bernie Fratto. I'm filling in for Ben Meller tonight, so keep it locked. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Ben Maller Show is scientifically proven to help make time fly by while working the third shift. We have a track record of almost 20 years of nocturnal service. Help support our daily battle against insomnia by following us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We need your support. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, in for Ben Maller, it's Bernie Fratto. Uh, the dulcet tones of Eddie Garcia. Yes, I am Bernie Fratto. Filling in for Ben Maller tonight. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. And before we get to an NFL segment with Mackinac Sports, and more of that Yale data. I want to weigh in quickly and why I believe the Bills have the best formula to beat Kansas City. That's not saying Pittsburgh couldn't, but I think the Bills have the best formula, and I'm going to tell you why. First of all, uh, McKenzie, Patrick Mahomes is 39-9 and in his career. And in all nine losses, he still put up an average of 31 points in those games. And Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, well, they're equipped to match them blow for blow offensively. Meanwhile, Buffalo throws the ball on first down all the time, even more than Kansas City. That leads to explosive plays. That means plays more than 20 yards gained. The Bills are second in the league to only the Chiefs in explosive plays. Here's a big one. Time of possession. Patrick Mahomes is 19-1 when the Chiefs win the time of possession battle. Buffalo routinely wins the time of possession battle in their games, and they lead the league in the longest drives. They've had 27 scoring drives of 10 minutes or more this season. Translation? Keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands, you put yourself in position to win. The Bills also rank number one in the NFL on third down conversions and fourth down conversions, thus extending drives and time of possession. In summation, the Bills are by far the best combination of passing and running time in the entire NFL, and they've scored only seven less points cumulatively on the season than the Kansas City Chiefs. And as I said before the break, the Chiefs, they've been having some issues in the red zone on both sides of the ball, especially offense, where they've been settling for field goals. Meanwhile, defensively, they rank 26th against the run. The Ron's offensive line has been not stellar. And they haven't covered seven in a row, McKenzie, for a reason. Bottom line, in a one-game affair, the Bills can unseat the Chiefs, and they're hungry and poised to do it. And you and I both know it's hard to repeat in this league. In fact, you've got some data here talking about uh, the Super Bowl champs and Super Bowl favorites heading into the playoff tournament. Right. So the average Super Bowl favorite entering the playoffs is about a 2-1 to plus 200. You bet 100, you win 200. So you need to win about one-third of the time to be a profitable at that range. Out of the last 25 years, Bernie, only five Super Bowl favorites of any stripe. Patriots minus 400 in 2007, Colts minus 125 in 2005. Five out of 25 Super Bowl favorites entering the playoffs ended up lifting the Lombardi Trophy. In fact, if you look at the Super Bowl winner and their playoff odds entering the playoffs, it's closer to 10 to 1. You look at 2012, Ravens at 20 to 1 won it. 2007, the Giants at 50 to 1 won it. There's so much conversation about who the best teams are in the league. People forget. It's a round, awkward ball. It can bounce any which direction. Underdogs are very live in the NFL. Well, absolutely. And one of the reasons I made that case about Buffalo is because Josh Allen, their quarterback, he's been transcendent this year. That you could make a case that he could be MVP. Okay, He's, he's been fantastic. Right now, the odds makers have him third behind Mahomes and 
and Aaron Rodgers here uh, in Las Vegas. But if it's about generating strong numbers, well, the Bills quarterback's doing it. If it's about rising to the occasion when it matters most, he's got that covered too, because he just simply continues to take huge steps in his development. Allen has done every bit as much to earn the honor, even though he's not the favorite. Now, look, at 12 and 3, uh, McKenzie, the Bills have their most victories since 1993. And it gave him the first sweep of the Patriots the other night since 1999, and the first by any AFC East team since the New York Jets and the Miami, uh, Miami Dolphins did it 20 years ago. Against the Patriots, Allen threw for 320 yards, giving him a franchise record of eight 300 passing yard games this season. Meanwhile, Josh Allen Monday night threw his 34th touchdown pass, and in that season, that breaks the team record of 33 by Hall of Famer Jim Kelly, which was set back in 91. Allen also broke Drew Bledsoe's 2002 team record for completions. 378 to Bledsoe's 375, and total yards, 4,738 to Bledsoe's 44-26. Bottom line, with him behind center, he gives Buffalo a puncher's chance, but the Bills currently are only 8-1 to behind the Chiefs, Packers, and Saints. Would you put money on the Bills? At 8-1, to here's what I'll tell you. I would put money on them at 4-1 to to win the AFC, because I agree with you. They spot on. You're 100%. I th- I'm thinking in the exact same direction. How do you beat Mahomes? You keep the ball away from him. The fact that they have such long drives, he's going to put up 30. You got to put up 33 to win. But I think that two week layoff, when I look into my mind's eye, what happens with the Bills? I think they lose in the Super Bowl. Josh Allen, he's so comfortable with his settings right now. Brian Dable's been with him for years, Sean McDermott. I think when you when you get to those bright lights, if he's facing an Aaron Rodgers, there's a good chance that the that the, they turn back into a pumpkin, much like 1993, 1992, 1991. You know, I think the Bills make the Super Bowl and lose it. Well, here's why I asked you the question because the average Super Bowl winner, based on your data, is nine to one. And when you look back just right in the range. last few years, right? Uh, obviously, Kansas City. Uh, they were not the favorite last year. Baltimore was. Now, Casey was four to one. That was really tightly contested. But go back a few years uh, when Nick Foles had his miracle season. Philadelphia was only fifteen to one. Right. Go back to 2012 when Baltimore, uh, with Joe Flacco, took care of Denver. They were 20 to one. And the year before that, the New York Giants, uh, when they took care of Green Bay, they were 22 to one. There have been some long favorites. As a matter of fact. The last favorite, who was eight to one to win the Super Bowl. Yes, you guessed it, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Super Bowl 40 in Detroit when they beat Seattle. And yes, I covered that game. So I really get a kick out of your uh, stats here because for the most part, it's not the favorites that win the Super Bowl, McKenzie. It is the underdogs, although there are some pretty damn good favorites in there that you've annotated. And that's why it's so hard to repeat. There's no question that, you know, for the calendar year of 2011, the 15-1 Super Bowl defending Packers were by far the best team in the league. But one night, one snowy night in Lambeau Field, (laughs) Eli Manning threw a Hail Mary at halftime. 
24-10. They never looked back. They won on and went on to win the Super Bowl. Again, only five out of 25 Super Bowl favorites have won it. It's very hard to do. And I think it has a lot to do with the free agency period, which started around 25 years ago, where only the Patriots and, I might add, Mike Shanahan's Denver Broncos have repeated as Super Bowl champions in the, in the Super Bowl era. Unless you have stacked talent and you can't in this league, it's about parity. You know, on any given Sunday, it's tough to win it twice. Well, and I'm glad you mentioned uh, Mike Shanahan's Broncos because that was the 97 season. That was the year John Elway retired. They were still only 10 to 1. They were 5 to 1 in the Super Bowl. They were 11 and a half point favorites. Green Bay was a prohibitive favorite, yep. and, and, and they couldn't get it done. And so that that's saying something. How about the great Ray Lewis team with that incredible Baltimore defense under Brian Billick? 12 to 1. Right. It's, the, in the hindsight, fo- it seems the like they following were just year, a killer remember, team. Remember the greatest show on turf that was upset by the Rams? The Rams were 12 to 1. You mean, so, yep. I mean, I, I, I guess this is my long winded way of saying I don't think the Chiefs are going to repeat. Don't poo poo the Pittsburgh Steelers. And oh, by the way, don't Look poo-poo out. the Buffalo Bills either, because it can happen. All right, coming up on the other side, we're going to talk about we're a society of haters, so we're missing out on history. I'm Bernie Fratto, filling in for Ben Maller. Keep it locked. This is Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.